Before we get into today's episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real, we wanted to make mention, because there has been such a big demand for this, we have new t-shirts available at itstherealcom slash shop, and the one that you guys asked us for the most are t-shirts with our AKAs on them, and Jeff, there's a lot of AKAs on them. We have so many AKAs, because we change it up every single time. 10 years of AKAs, never repeated an AKA, and now we have t-shirts that feature so many of them, including... Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Moving Bass, a.k.a. Jazz. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Alcoholism, a.k.a. Heartbreaker. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. About That Life, a.k.a. Mikey Likes It. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Pink in My Drink, a.k.a. Pepto-Bismol. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. The Math Tutor, a.k.a. You Don't Want No Problem. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Five Fingers of Death, a.k.a. Isotoner Gloves. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Trap or Die, a.k.a. The Oregon Trail. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Romus and Romulus, a.k.a. Latin Kings. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Coke and Mentos, a.k.a. Poppin bottle yo what up it's jeff aka buckshot shorty aka bambi yo what up it's eric aka petri dish aka for the culture yo what up it's jeff aka get these hands aka hammurabi code yo what up it's eric aka planting seeds aka hoe activities yo what up it's jeff aka titty boy aka t-shirt in the pool and so many more go to it's the slash shop right now cop an aka t-shirt we have tons of sizes and they're going fast now's the time to do it it's the slash shop hey jeff hey eric how are you i'm pretty good how are you doing well thank you you know what one of the greatest parts of this podcast is taking pictures downstairs with our doorman <laughs> yes but in addition one of the greatest things is the number of people who come up here and we don't know them never met them before they're new to us and by the time they leave we're like best friends. Honestly, it happens a lot more than you guys think. We, you know, may not know LMA, but at the end of our conversation, we're like, you're such a dope person. You're more than just your number 17 on the Billboard charts and rising, crazy, amazing single, boot up. <laughs> but it's equally awesome that we are able to go and then support by going to see someone like Ella in concert at SOBs that night on a on a huge night for her and have more of an attachment to her. And I, I, I just love that. Yeah, no, I mean like it's it's it happened with um with Post Malone, it happened with Mac Miller. It happens with not all white people. I'm I'm trying to think of other people. Uh Flatbush Zombies. Mm-hmm. You know, like a bunch of people where you're just like, oh like we connect in a way that um that I maybe didn't expect to. Yeah, it was it was really awesome to go and support Ella. So we took the train down to Houston Street. We popped up and went through security, no problem. We know everyone at SOBs. We take two steps into the building and we're saying hey to some of our friends and all of a sudden, both of us at the same time feel these hands on our shoulders turn us around and we're facing somebody that we've never seen before in our lives. And he says... The boss wants to see you. And I don't know about you, Jeff, but I immediately started cycling through everybody that we have wronged in this business. The guy who threw a glass in your face and said that he slept with a gun by his bedside mm-hmm. and then grabbed us up, yeah. or Donald Glover, or Lloyd or, Banks, their yeah. early retirement party video, Yellow Wolf. Yeah. Like I unfollowed somebody on Twitter, they had a problem with me. Yeah, you know, so that walk to the stairs was the longest thing that I have ever been through. And by the time we made that left, instead of making a right, I had no idea who was waiting for us in that room. We opened the door, and we looked to our right, and who is sitting in a chair with his fingers pointed right at us? 
It's Larry. Larry. Larry, the owner from SOBs. And he was like, when are we doing another show here? You know, we want to have you guys back. And how nice is that, huh? Well, that was a surprise. <laughs> like, we, and we were also like, wait, how did you know that we were here? Yeah, and he was just like, oh, my guy's upstairs walkie-talkie me and said the white rappers are here. So, it's nice to be recognized. It's nice that he was putting more thought into that SOBs show than we were. Because well, we had thing, not guys. thought anything about it. When do you want us to come back to SOBs? We'll do our third show there. We want all of you guys to join us there. We'll figure it out. We'll let you know. And maybe, because... Because we're doing a lot of really cool things now, we'll have something new to celebrate. Not only, by the way, this week do we celebrate the third year anniversary of this podcast. Of this podcast. Yeah. So congratulations to us. Bam, 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 bam. But we're also celebrating the one year anniversary of our debut rap album, Teddy Bear Fresh. Bam, 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 bam. We're also working on a whole bunch of other stuff. Our second book, our second album, our second TV show. Just a lot of great activity. We're in a great space right now, and we're so glad that everyone else out there recognizes it just like we do. Yes, and also, Dan is moving out. Oh, shout out so, to Dan. So that Dan episode is finally coming in. Actually, Dan will live kind of near SOBs, so that'll be a nice commute for him. A nice pied de terre for us. That's right. Today on the podcast, Jeff, we have Ella May. Ella May signed to DJ Mustard's 10 Summers imprint over there at Interscope, but guys... This story is not that simple. It's not just like, oh, yeah, let me go find DJ Mustard and I'm going to get signed. This is born in South London, made her way to New York, went back to London, was working in retail, was in a girl group. That called, got to X Factor. Yeah, called well, Arise. Arise. And, or, I uh, mean, but it's sort of spelled like Alizé, the, the, the liquor. Yeah, do you pronounce it Arizé? I guess so. Oh. Well, that's weird. Yeah. But after that happened... The way that she used Instagram to reinvent herself is amazing, and her story, and especially the story of this single, Boot Up, is so amazing and inspiring, and... Well, first of all, I mean, not first of all, we've gone through a bunch of first of alls, but last of all... yes. Ella is just so lovable, she is and a- so you guys are going to fall in love with this podcast. I'm really glad that we got her on, especially right now when everything is is on the up and up. That's right. Shouts to Ella, shouts to her management, shout out to Interscope Records, big shout out to Aura Harewood. Jeff, when do you want to get into this? Right after, I just want to do this thing now. I, I want to say, if you like this episode, you're going to like these three other episodes. Okay. I think it's like a good thing that we can do, a okay. nice little service we can provide. I want to say, if you like this one, you're going to like the Big Shack episode. Mm. Michael Dappa. Um, Michael Dappa. I think that you will like the Lizzo episode. Great episode. And I think that you'll like the Scotty Beam episode. I would agree with all three of those. Jeff, when do you want to get into this episode? Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Too Many DMs, a.k.a. Bumble Clot. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. On My Jock, a.k.a. At The Mall. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, it's LMA. I don't have a great intro like that, but... Yeah, this is the way to with it's the real. Ella, what's happening? How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, thank you. By the way, no one in the history of this podcast, 180 something episodes, has ever taken the stairs. So yeah, that's really, it first. We're really out of breath, <laughs> out of right, breath now. right now. We're all just out of shape. How is New York treating you? New York's treating me really well. I was actually surprised because yesterday it was cold. Oh, yeah. so, so the like, weather's good. Well, yeah. now, now the weather's good. Yeah, now yeah. it's 85 Today degrees is, or what is it in Celsius? Like, uh, Yeah, it's like maybe 28 or something <laughs> like that around there yeah yeah um but now today the weather's nice so it's fine but yesterday it was cold oh, but good. it's treating me good it's but they me. have they have you running around yeah. you're doing a bunch of press 
And you have your show tonight. I do. Have you ever played SOBs before? I haven't, so I'm super excited. That's good. It's a great venue. But have you been there before? Because you didn't live in New York. I did live in New York, but I haven't even been there. So when I go for sound check today, that's gonna be my first time. That's the first time. Yeah. So I'm. I know it's like. I was like, we have to get my night at SOBs. I was super excited to do it. So I'm glad. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So okay, let's go back to the very beginning. Where are you originally from? I'm from London. I was Where born in, London? in London? South London. South London. Okay. Yes. Where in South London? Well, I was born. I was actually born in Kingston, mm-hmm. um, in which is a little bit like outside Jamaica. Jamaica, right? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little outside. <laughs> <laughs> but I grew up in um, like Wimbledon Chase area, Mitcham area. So that's, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's like South Southwest. Um, I know very little about Mitcham. Um, I only know there's like an 1800s type poem about it, about like catching a thief, <laughs> like thieves are from there or to something. Be, to be fair, there's nothing in Mitcham to re- like that. You wouldn't know about it because there's nothing there. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I, I went to school when I was uh, younger in Wimbledon Chase, which is like, you know, Wimbledon, the tennis. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, yeah, we're like maybe like 15 minutes away from there. Does that mean you have to be into tennis growing up? No, I mean, you get opportunities to be like ball girls and stuff. Did at, you? At Wimbledon, no, oh. I didn't. <laughs> I uh, Someone I, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, like I had friends that, that did it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a lot of like, you know, we just did the stairs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't for me. <laughs> Do you come from a big family? Um, Not like my immediate family, but a big family as a whole, yeah. But my immediate family, I just have one brother. Older, younger? um, Older than me, yeah. Okay. Yes, he's five years older than me. Nice. Um, How was that growing up? It was good. I think sometimes I say I was like more scared of my brother than I was of my mom. What what does that mean? For for my brother to find stuff out like more so than my mom. Yeah, Yeah. I want like, uh, to be honest, he's like... As soon as something happens, I'll probably call him before I call my mom. Really? Yeah, we're super close. So That's even dope. though you're more scared of him, <laughs> not anymore. Okay. Once I grew up, I was like, yeah, whatever. But like when I was younger, because he's like my big brother, yeah. it was like, yeah, it was kind of scary. But. So you guys never went to school together because there was yeah, no, he's that too age old, difference, yeah. right? What were you getting into as a kid? I mean, I wasn't even like it wasn't even anything t- for me to be scared about. It was just small stuff like maybe if I got in trouble at school for like to- I'm quite outspoken. Mm-hmm. So if I was like speaking back to the teacher or whatever, and, and if they were I'm, you, maybe <laughs> maybe a little bit. But my mom's also a teacher, so like I had to be so like my grades. I was a very good student. Yeah. Um, because my mom. My mom was not taking anything less than right. being a great student. <laughs> Did she teach so, at your school? No. Oh, and I okay. would never, God. ever, ever go to a school where my mom taught. <laughs> I remember um, in seventh grade, the high school that I went to, because you start um, high school in seventh grade in England, um, they wanted to offer her a job. And I was like, if you work here, I'm not going here. We're going to have to find, we're gonna have to find another school because yeah. that's not. No. Does that count as talking back to a teacher right then and there? Like telling your mom? Like, <laughs> telling my mom? Yeah, yeah it probably does. <laughs> So by the time you got to high school, did you have an idea of what you wanted to do with your life? Wait, but you ended up over here. Yeah, I did. So I started high school in year seven, like year seven, which is seventh grade for you guys yes. in England. But I moved to New York in eighth grade. So I, I went back to junior high school when I, uh, yeah, it was That's like. That's weird. Yeah, but we don't have junior high school in England. So it was like also a thing where I was like, what is this? I didn't right. understand it. Um, so I moved here in eighth grade in, two, I think it's 2007. Um, and then I, yeah, I went to high school here. So I didn't really have an idea of what I wanted to do. I, I've always been singing since I was little, but yeah. especially when I moved to New York. Because of my accent and everyone would ask me to speak and stuff like that, I kind of shied away from singing because I just didn't want any like any more attention than them asking me to say banana every five seconds. <laughs> so I was just like, I, I played soccer. Um, so that was like my main interest when I was in high school. Did you have to start calling it soccer once you came to America? Yeah, yeah. How I pissed did. were you? Uh, very. Because... <laughs> 
I say football and people be like, you play football? And I'm like, no, not American football. Do I look like I play American football? Um, so, yeah, but I got used to it after a while. Yeah. But also coming to not just a different school, but a different country, mm-hmm. were you then sort of like, do you have to become more introverted? Did you like not want to be so outspoken like you were back in? The first year, the, like the very first year I moved here because I was 12, almost 13, I was very like out of place. I yeah. felt very out of place. I was like, didn't really know what was going on. I didn't like it at all. And I was like almost kind of mad at my mom for like taking me out of an environment that I was so used to and just like plunking me in this place that I was like, what is going on? There's so much she going on. She came to. Yeah, I moved okay. with my mom. Yeah, because yeah. she and got you, a job out here. You moved to Queens. I did, yeah. Wearing Queens. So when the first year I moved to, I moved to Jamaica, Queens. So it was like Kingston. Also, Kingston, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was also a culture shock for me because although I'm, my mom is black, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I grew up in a black household, but it, where I lived in England, it was very diverse. And Jamaica Queens is not that diverse. So like, it was also like a culture shock for me. Um. So yeah, when I when I first moved here, I moved to Jamaica Queens. I went to school in Jamaica Queens. Public um, or private? Public school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was also different. I mean, I went to public school in England too, but it was just like it's just a completely different environment. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was so confused. But then once I went to high school, and it was a bit, it was a my school was way more diverse, and I kind of went back to my old like okay, like outspoken ways ish. So like, wait, ten- I'm sorry. Can we just stop the rest of the interview and just have you say banana like for <laughs> the rest of the time? No, we can't. <laughs> Tenth grade in public school in New York, they teach. European history. I had yeah, well, glo- yeah, global, global, yeah, yeah, global studies. Yeah, yeah, I had it in ninth and tenth grade. So, what was that like? Were you just like, uh, I kind of know. <laughs> to be honest, I feel like history in America is, although it's global history, it's mm-hmm. American history. Like they teach you, at, well, what I got taught was yeah. like what America did in every other, oh, yeah. like what America did in this war and what mm-hmm. America did in that war. I'm We're like, very this important. Is, <laughs> this, this is not global history. This is American <laughs> history, but just like whatever you guys did everywhere else so i was like there was some stuff that i kind of knew already ish Mm -hmm. but um it was more so obviously from the american you see how she turns her back on us and she's like look what you did oh sure oh (laughs) she was american for a couple years and then suddenly it's you know know. no my passport is british (laughs) (laughs) so you go to school do you end up getting your driver's license i didn't have my driver's license when i uh went to school in new york yeah i didn't i just took the bus oh yeah or the subway or something yeah what was that like the first time you took the subway um it was i because it's quite similar to to london yeah with our underground it's just that new york subway is way dirtier Dirtier, yeah yeah Yeah. but it was like yeah also bigger like the tube is like tiny yeah yeah Yeah. you're like not that much shorter than us so so like you have to either stand like right in the middle of the tube or like and when it's crowded in rush hour the worst yeah it's a and hot yeah, yeah we have ac we yeah. don't yeah <laughs> people faint all the time it's because it's it's like london's not really known to be that hot obviously yeah so i don't think they obviously whenever they made the system they weren't expecting but like global warming yeah and yeah. it's like there's a lot more people now so oh, by the way yeah. so when we went to london last year i was wearing sunglasses all around town i was the only person wearing sunglasses really it was so weird i was like if you're like a sunglass hut or like a warby park or something don't open a shop in yeah, London. No. Yeah, too cloudy. There's, yeah, there's never really that much. We get maybe like two weeks of summer. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't get your driver's license. Mm-mm. Do you have, does your school have junior prom or senior prom? We had senior, we had all like, you know, we had senior prom, mm-hmm. um, all of like the senior activity, senior trip, yep. stuff like that. Yeah. Where was your senior trip to? I, I can't remember what it was called, but it was some I th- long island <laughs> no no no. It, i feel like i feel like we drove for at least like two two or three hours oh. but it was like um 
it was like uh they had like outdoor activities mm-hmm. and like swimming pool and stuff like that so it was really fun and there were other schools there at the time as well so it was loads of people our age that's awesome mm-hmm. so was there any consideration of what you were going to do after you graduated high school um well when i was in 12th grade i did this program called the wise program which is which is um so for the last three months of 12th grade you leave school and you do an internship instead of doing uh like staying in school yeah um and that becomes your final grade so if you fuck that up then you're <laughs> fucked oh. so you became a ball girl <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> i actually interned in a theater um because i in queens it's in um it's in flush and meadow park yeah fresh um uh, Flushing Park. I yeah, said yeah. Flushing Meadow. No, well, Flushing Meadow. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, Flushing yeah, Meadow well, Park. Just, is yeah. that the same thing? Flushing Meadows. With the is big like, globe? Where the, yeah, yeah, the globe. Flushing, and, yeah, is it uh, in Flushing Meadows? Yeah, Flushing Meadows. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I wasn't crazy. You're looking at me like I'm yeah, crazy. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Well, <laughs> that, that where it's the big the globe is. <laughs> it was called the. Um, damn, I really should remember this. Oh, stuff. you're going to fail. No. Arthur Ashe Stadium. Um. It was called like Queen's Queen's Theatre or something, something really simple. Yeah. Um, but I did my internship there because when I was little, I did performing arts before I just before I chose to just sing. Right. I did like dancing, acting and singing. But as I got older, I kind of figured that singing was my favorite part of the three. Um, but yeah, I interned in a theatre um, where we where they did like sh- little shows and stuff like that. So I would do um I would just help out like wherever needed help, the backstage stuff or whatever, which was really, really cool because I hadn't been in theater in a while. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, and then at the end of the internship, you do a big presentation for your class. That's how you get your grade. Yeah. And I actually got A plus. So oh. my whole oh, my awesome. whole senior year, I got an A plus, which was great. Yeah, that's yeah. super dope. Yeah. In high school, were you doing any extracurricular activities? Other than soccer, no. Wow. Yeah, no. Where, so you didn't like do any of the school plays? You didn't, weren't. Singing. We didn't really like. We didn't have a big arts department in my school because it was quite a small school. Yeah. Um, and it was quite new. The first graduating class was two thousand eight. Oh wow. So, yeah, we didn't have like. I graduated in two thousand twelve. So your high school class was how big? It wasn't that big. Yeah. We had we had three academy. Like it was split into three parts, mm-hmm. and there were. Uh, three classes in each part so if there's 30 kids in a class that's 90 times three which is going to show Not how baby. bad my math skills are because <laughs> i don't know what that is oh, but, I, I, um, I was going to tell you it's uh it's 270 i just wanted okay. to see if like you yeah. know <laughs> so yeah, the, yeah. It, yeah it was it was small yeah it was a small school um but i didn't really like i kind of knew i wanted to go back into like singing or something around there but i wasn't that sure until i moved back to london when i was 17 so after i graduated right and then i went to school for music so then that's when i knew you walk the stage at high school graduation Mm -hmm. and you're on the first thing smoking back to yeah i think i left i think my my high school graduation was the i want to say the middle of june or the start of june and i left in july wow wow so yeah to do what like why like did you did you think about going to college in the states yeah i actually wanted to but my mom was leaving so i had to leave again it's like when she came to new york i had to come with her and then when she was leaving i kind of just had to go with her as well and And you and she came here for a job and then she left here for another job yeah but she wanted she wanted me to at least finish high school so how many times during a calendar year during high school would you go back to to london i only went once in ninth grade from the whole the whole time that I moved the five years that I was here I only went once yeah so what was that like returning after those five years it was really cool because I still speak like I still spoke to my friends that I had um you had Facebook or like, yeah 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 different ways to I had, yeah I had all of that stuff so it was easy but um it was almost like I didn't really know where I was though because I, I get in like I moved when I was twelve so and I'd never really taken the 
the underground by myself or anything mm. like that. Whereas I did that all over here. Yeah. Like those major years of my life, I did over here. Yeah. So like I it's kind different of, to be like an adult, right? You know, in London. So the night when I went back in ninth grade, it was a little bit weird because obviously I was traveling by myself yeah. and I hadn't done that in London before. Um, but my friends were all used to it, so I was just like, okay, I'll just go with them. They know where they're going. And then yeah, so it was different. But when I moved back when I was seventeen, it was even like it was weirder because i had to really learn london again was it like second nature when you you know stopped on the sidewalk and looked like you know for traffic do you know what though the weirdest thing is i i didn't ever get used to looking the right way in new york (laughs) because i still look the wrong way when i when i'm in america i think that's just like yeah i think i think england is obviously the first nature like i look the wrong way yeah when i come to america and i still do it so i never got used to what's right and what's wrong right yeah you know as long as i don't get run over we'll be fine (laughs) You get back to England and what's the first order of business? Like, what are you going to do with your life? Right. I had to find a job. That was the first order of business. And, and what'd you find? Topshop. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that, like that was folding first... or cashier? Or... I was in the sort room, which is the place where once you've tried on the clothes and you don't want it, it goes into this little room and you have to sort it out and put it back on the floor. Oh. Very fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very, very fun. Were you good at it? I was I was great at it when I cared. <laughs> After a while, I was like, "This is just long. I don't want to do this anymore." But I was there for a good. I think I was there for two years. Two years. Yeah. Did you get sound pro- like jail? I know. Did you <laughs> Did you get a promotion? No, I was in. I after I found that job because that was in the summertime. So I moved back in July and I got that job in August. Mm-hmm. But I had to find school. Yeah. So I was only working part time because I was in school. University. Um. I, what? So in England we have this what you guys call college. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Is is our university. But we have college, which is technically... Like an associated school? It's almost like, okay, so you start high school in year seven in England, but you finish in year 11, whereas over here you finish in year 12. Yes. You finish in 12th grade. So college is for two years. So it's almost... College is two years and university is three years in England, whereas high school over here, you have an extra year and four years in college. Right. So it all works out to be the same thing. It's just split up differently. But you'd already walked the stage here and have to go back to school. (laughs) Yeah, I had to basically do an extra year. By the way, your math is good. Yeah, (laughs) I was just like, I'm so fucked up right now. I'm just like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, it's a little bit confusing, but at the end of it, like it all works out to be the same thing. They just split it up differently. Right. Um, But yeah, I had to basically do an extra year in England because of the difference in qualifications. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was fine. I did, I did, uh, when I first went back, I just did a, a music course that was just, very basic we did like performances they taught us about music business mm-hmm. um and stuff like that and then i went to university so you guys is college yes which was for music also but i only ended up doing two years because i got signed after okay so what are you doing in those two years that gets the attention of a record label so okay so in the just spamming links on twitter <laughs> <laughs> in the first like year or year and a half i was in a girl group Arise. Which, yeah, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. How do you know that? Because yeah. I'm in the Arise hive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. So we were, I never really, I never like, if you would have asked me, I don't know, before before it happened, I would have been like, I would never be in a girl group. Well, real quick, you come to New York for your formative years. Mm-hmm. What are you listening to while you're in New York? Because um, it's very different from yeah, music it, back home. It is different, but because America Especially is, at that time. Yeah. But but we listen to American music a lot in England. Like the radio plays more so, mm-hmm. especially back then, yeah, they played more so American music than in England. So it was almost the same. I was listening to... Um, Chris Brown. Chris Brown, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People like that. Um, I'm trying to think of who else there was. There was like Kerry Hilson. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like all that, the R&B type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. 
who else was out then? Jay Holiday. Yeah, Jay Holiday. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah. Like whoever was on the the top ten on one and six and park, that's probably who okay, I was listening yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. Um but they played the same thing in England, so yeah. Um yeah, that's who I was. Okay, so to. okay, you go back home mm-hmm. and how do you find yourself in a girl group or how do they find you so, or yeah, so when I went to uh university, so you guys' college for yes. music, I met um I met this girl who I actually lived like five min- lived five minutes away from, mm-hmm. and because we would do the same commute, we become we became really good friends. Um, and she knew a producer who was trying to put together a girl group, hmm. and she brung it to me a couple times, and I was like, "No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Absolutely not." And then as time went on, I was kind of like, "Well, you know what? I'm not really doing it. Like, I wasn't really I wasn't songwriting or anything for for myself. So I was like, let me just try it out. I, you know, you never know." Sure. And we met there were three of us so we met the other girl at the studio where the producer was and we kind of just put ourselves together time did you know that she was going to be there or was it like a surprise and you were like who is who is this we knew that there there possibly was going to be someone but we didn't know like if she would have been the person the third person that we chose or whatever but we all um seemed to get along really well at that point Mm -hmm. so so we kind of formed this girl group and we would uh practice we practiced almost every day um and just like, just like harmonizing yeah. and stuff yeah because it's so different singing by yourself to singing in a group right um and then who were you guys modeling yourselves after like were you looking at like uh i mean there's only three members but like destiny's child yeah yeah, yeah like tlc destiny's sure. child mm-hmm. um all of those groups swv stuff like that yeah. so but, 702 total yeah, <laughs> yeah. keep going all of them yeah um, jay holiday yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the holiday yeah. <laughs> holiday yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we'd practice every day and then we'd do like these little underground shows in London. Um, that was super not fun in actually. The underground, but no, <laughs> underground not shows, in the yeah, underground, yeah. but like the underground scene that that's in London. Um, yeah. What were the spaces over there that you would perform in? Um, they were quite small. Most of them were in like Shoreditch or Hoxton. Yeah. And they'd only Which hold. Which is like a cooler area. It is it's cool like area. a trendy, uh, yeah. hipstery area. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd hold like 200 people, but it would never be full. It was just like real underground stuff that was put on by people who are the same age as us. So mm-hmm. the crowd was quite a similar age um and they were really fun actually um and it and it, i got to meet people actually that were trying to do the same thing as me where i even though in school i met those people but outside of it i didn't know anyone who was you know trying to do music so that was fun then we did the x factor bam, 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 bam. Yes. <laughs> we did the english x factor which started off really well for us and yeah. then completely just failed <laughs> well what did it take i mean like did when when they brought the opportunity to you and they were like hey like do you want to do X Factor? Mm-hmm. Were you into it? At first, I was like, uh, I was like iffy, but I was like, you know. Well, why were you iffy? Just because I've always heard like about TV, the TV contracts and stuff like that. So I'm like, uh, I don't know, but I'm like, let's just give it a shot because yeah. who says? Because these are your sisters for life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we did it and. Because there's a couple stages before you get to the TV stage. Like yeah. you have producer stages and stuff like that. So all of those went really, really well. Um, Did you do the thing where you like, you wait on the line? Uh, well, Like the, to audition or whatever? All of that is like for TV. Wh- uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they film that and whatever, whatever. But there really are lines, but yeah. those they just plonk you somewhere. Right. They're like, oh, act excited. <laughs> um, so Did you sit down with uh, like associate producers ahead of time and they're just like asking you all these questions? Yeah. 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 They want to find out what's compelling about yeah. you. Yeah. Like, they what's do, your favorite color? They yeah. never really <laughs> did. They didn't do much of a backstory on us. Um, oh, that's how you know you're going to go home. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Because when they do your backstory, you're like, okay, she's making it to the end. But we did 
the first round in front of the judges, we got four yeses. So we were like, oh, we're excited. You know, every, you know, everyone was really excited. And then the second round, when we got to the arena stage, we got four no's. So it was completely, <laughs> complete, the complete opposite. Oh my God. But I think that I always say like, they do stuff to just fill space. Obviously they need right. a certain amount of people mm-hmm. and yeah. whatever. So well, why they did they you- say no to you guys? Besides the fact that you didn't want to be in the group. They didn't just say no. They said no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like that was a complete change of events. Um, but I didn't actually, I could, to be honest, I can't even remember why they said no. Because mm-hmm. the performance, was, like to what I remember, wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just one of those things. Like They already have in their mind who they, who they want. So they kind of... Did you do an original song or a cover? We did a cover. Mm-hmm. We did a cover both times. The first time we did a cover... The f- when we got Four Yeses, we did a Little Mix song, Who Came From X Factor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... When How predictable. I know. <laughs> but they said yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we got to the arena... I can't remember what song we did. I want to say we, I think we did a Destiny's Child song actually. Mm. Yeah. And we got no. So did you do like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> we should have done no, no, no. We didn't. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was a good experience though. Like we, to actually see what TV was like. Did people recognize you on TV? Like, did you get hit up by a bunch of people being like, oh my God. Not, not really. We weren't on it for that for long enough. I think to people, for people to really be like, "Oh, you guys were on X Factor." It was we. They didn't even show our second audition anyway. They only showed the ones where we got the yeses. So mm-hmm. people were just wondering, like, where did you guys go? <laughs> were you su- were yeah, you surprised? We in the Arise Hive were yeah. very. <laughs> we just disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> were you surprised at yourself how quickly you went from I don't want to be in a girl group to Oh, I'm in a girl group yeah. and I'm auditioning for very. Yeah. I was very surprised at myself. I kind <laughs> I was kind of like, who am I? <laughs> But after after X Factor, um, we did a couple more shows and then we were like, okay, I just we don't think that it was like a mutual decision to be like, you know what, I think we should go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and the girl who I was really good friends with, she left college to, I think she wanted to pursue something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the other girl, um, I'm trying to remember what. Well, she was a little bit older than us anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she just had different different plans anyway. So we all just decided mutually to split up, and we kind of went our separate ways. And that's when I started to do my Instagram covers, which were 15 seconds. And that's how, that's then how I got discovered. Right. So in that, in those two years of being in school, um, I just randomly started to do Instagram covers. Cause I was like, I, my family know I can sing, my friends know I can sing, but like, what am I doing to show the world? Obviously X Factor didn't go well. So I have to try and reinvent something. Um, and that's how I got found. DJ must have found me on Instagram. But okay, so you you start uploading them and they are only 15 seconds and it's like you have 500 followers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like something like very small. Yeah, it was just honestly it was just like people I'd either like like my friends, family or people that I'd like come across a couple times and they followed me and mm-hmm. I followed them. And then when do you start to see like things start picking up? Like, it was my very first video, which is really crazy, but the very first video I did was Fetty Wap 679. Yeah. And the Shade Room reposted it. So they have however many million followers that they have. A lot. And then yeah. that was the only video I had on my page though. So people were coming under like in the comments and like, can you sing this? Can you like giving me requests basically? And I was just like, oh my God, I have to, I kind of have to do these. <laughs> so I just kept making the videos maybe like every two days. Did like throwback Thursday stuff right. and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's, that's honestly how I didn't, at the time I didn't really know that it was going to bring me to where I am right now, but I just knew I kind of had to keep going. So. Did 15 seconds seem like a short amount of time or did it seem like a challenge that you were like, let me see what I can do in those 15 seconds? Yeah, it was it was kind of a bit of both because I was like, I have to do something that's going to catch people's attention, obviously, because it's only 15 seconds. But it, it was also, I think, 
a, a bonus because it wanted it made people like it was a kind of a mystery of like okay these are only 15 seconds i want to hear her do a whole song or something like that and i never did i never really completed them i yeah. literally just only did those 15 seconds so people were wondering like okay <laughs> where's the rest can you do some covers on youtube can you do a full length like i still to this day get people like can you do a full length of this cover blah blah and i'm like i'm not i'm not doing that but <laughs> can it you was... do a full length of jay holiday's <laughs> second you're sing- obsessed yeah, with, second with jay single, holiday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way, do you, would, I think it'd be so awesome if you went on stage and just played 15 seconds. <laughs> no, to be fair, I was saying like we should bring those back somehow. We're yeah. trying to, yeah, because it's like I still have them on my Instagram because it's just like, yeah, that's how I started. So we I went. Yeah, by the way, you don't have that many um, things on your Instagram. Like mm-hmm. how often do you delete? Shit. <laughs> I don't actually even post that much, but I have been archiving a few things lately. Mm. <laughs> so maybe once a week. Yeah, <laughs> we um we went and saw Swiss Beats perform at this private event like five years ago or something like that, and he just performed hooks, like all the hooks that he was on. He did oh, that, wow. and it was awesome. It yeah. was just like one after another. After and then another. we also saw Buster Rhymes one time, and he was just like cutting songs off like real quick, and he was just like, "We got hits." <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. You re- when you see it like that, you realize how many different like if you can do a whole show and just do hooks like yeah. you, you've you're extremely successful totally there's yeah. a lot of times when people are just like i don't want to hear your second verse right <laughs> just, and some people can't even do two whole songs at a concert so oh, to right. just be able to do hooks is crazy That's yeah crazy. i can barely do it. i'm very out of shape <laughs> <laughs> so so okay when did you realize that shade room had reposted your video my best friend that lives here yeah um called me and he was like the shade room just reposted you and at the time i wasn't that familiar with the shade room because i feel like it was when they were not when they were just starting up because they already had like millions of followers but like everyone didn't know them the way they know them today right. mm-hmm. they weren't like um, a household name the way right. they are today. Yeah, yeah yeah so i was like i kind of had to do my research and then i saw the actual post and saw like the comments and stuff and i was like wow this is big and then i saw people coming to my page and requesting um different songs and stuff so i was like okay this is this is kind of a big deal when does your mother understand what those 15 second videos mean um probably today (laughs) like i don't think she realized either what like what it was doing because at the time i honestly didn't realize what it was doing i just knew that i should keep doing it whatever it was um but she even to this day she's like i can't like she she can believe it because she's known that i've wanted to do this all my life and she's like my biggest fan but it's still like super surreal to her yeah that especially that i started off of instagram because i was that one person as well that was like that stuff doesn't happen like you don't get signed <laughs> off of youtube you don't get signed off of right like, you don't work for x factor yeah you right. go sit in the line and exactly. wait for people to say no but then, um, it, then it happened to me so so uh dj mustard reaches out yes he is it like a dm or something mm-hmm. um what did he say in the dm and like also how many other dms were you getting i i had a i had a few um from different people but mustard was the only one who was like like serious like the conversation kept going type of thing a lot of people would just be like oh you're dope or uh just showing like love showing appreciation but never it wasn't really like oh we want to work type of thing mustard was the first dm he said was what's your situation and i was like what does that mean yeah. <laughs> i was like i don't have a situation yeah, I'm college graduate like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i knew what he meant like he meant do i have management or anything right. uh, to reach i would out have like an existential elsewhere. crisis like what is my situation <laughs> yeah. well that was the issue because yeah. i was like i was like i don't have a situation but if i reply to him i don't have a situation he might not reply back to me right. so right. i was like i kind of just went on a whim and was like it's complicated <laughs> <laughs> just like put like Facebook a vague emoji <laughs> I, I said to, I literally said to him like oh I don't really have a situation right now I'm just in school and making these videos and I just like love to sing type of thing and that didn't 
that didn't deter him. So I was like, okay, this might be something. <laughs> and he was like, how he, you know, he wanted to work. He wants to get into a session. And maybe about a month after that, because the, the conversation kept going, but then obviously it, it stopped at some point. And then a month after that, I was here in New York and he was in Made in America, um, doing Made in America Festival in Philly. In Philly, yeah. yeah. So he drove from Philadelphia and was like, oh, what are you doing on Friday? I booked a studio. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'll be, I will be there. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. And that's how we met. Uh, so it was literally through the DM. And wow. what do you do in that studio session? Is it like just a chance to get to know him or is it actually like, hey, let's work? Yeah, we were working. So it was, I was like, kind of scared because I didn't know what to expect from him because I didn't want him to walk in the room and just be like a complete asshole. Right. But he was the complete opposite, honestly. I didn't, like I said, I didn't have management so I brung some of my friends with me, like <laughs> which was probably super unprofessional but like, I didn't want to go by myself. Wait, did you say that those were your managers? You're like, no, uh, no, all I, five of them are my managers. I, no, yeah. I was only three and I told him like, oh, I just, I, these are my friends. But he was like, talking to my friends, everything, he was super chill. Um, But he just basically had a whole folder of beats and was like, pick whatever you want and do whatever you want with them. I think he just wanted to see how I worked, like watch my process. Yeah. So he was in the room the whole time, but he wasn't like over my shoulder, like, all right, let's do this and blah, right. blah, blah. He kind of just let me freestyle, which was cool because it made me relax a little bit instead of having someone over my shoulder. Um, but had you been in a studio before? I'd been in the studio a couple times, but nothing like really, really serious. Like in the girl group, we were in yeah. the studio oh, right, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, and then I went to school for music, so there were studios yeah. there. But nothing like, really that serious which studio was it here in new york it was i can't remember what it was called uh it was somewhere it was somewhere like behind times square a little mm -hmm. bit but i can't remember what the name of it was i don't think it was like a not quad or something no it wasn't yeah. quad mm -hmm. yeah um but yeah it was super quiet i didn't think there was anyone else in there that <laughs> night but it was a night it was like the nicest studio i'd ever seen yeah and i was like wow this is like it was really nice it was like all wood and whatever but um yeah we made three songs that night three songs yeah how quickly uh, we were there for a while. I think the session started at about 10.30 and I left at like 6 a.m. Oh or something God. like that. Yeah. And then he drove straight back to Made in America because he had to play Made in America <laughs> that day. Right. When we left at 6 a.m. it was that day. So he had to drive back to Philly and do his set, which even that was like a big deal for me because I'm like, you didn't have to drive. You have a festival to do. Like you didn't have to drive and come and meet me. So I could see how serious he was. And this was solely off of Instagram covers, like 15 seconds of Instagram covers. So I was like really excited. And because we just genuinely like we got along Yeah. when we in that studio session and the music that we made i was like this is the best music i've ever made obviously right and he was super excited about it and saying he wanted to get me to la so I w it was just like it was all of this stuff happening at once that i was like wow this is really off of instagram covers. so okay that's honestly a magical situation mm -hmm. right like you make three songs over the course of eight hours or whatever mm -hmm. The studio session good ends. Maths. What's that? You have good math. Good yeah. math. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you walk out and it's, I mean, seemingly like daylight or something, right? Mm -hmm. Summertime. So the sun's out and you're just like, okay. And where do you go from there? Yeah. Literally. Because you're not signed. Yeah. You had this like, you know, Hollywood moment. Mm -hmm. And like, what do you do? I mean, to be fair, it could have gone very differently. He sure. could have taken those songs and given it to anyone if he believed in it that much and been like, okay, well. Yeah. see you later like right. he never had to hit me up again type of thing right um and i never thought of it like that because i'd like i just thought like wow this like i was just in the moment but were you in new york for like vacation no i came i came for vacation ish but i was taking um meetings also okay but i then again i had no management either so i was taking these meetings blindly. no situation yeah, yeah. At, no at, uh, situation yeah. at all at like actual record labels yeah um and how did you get those meetings from instagram people would, were emailing me um 
And I just kind of, before I came over here, I made sure that they were like legit. So I wasn't just meeting random people. Right. But because I did live here, it made it easier because I could, I came and stayed with my friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, Wait, but, but who flew you out here? I flew myself out here. Independent. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Indie. In, yeah. You're an independent woman. Yeah. Uh, wait. So after that studio session, you've been up all night. Did you go to sleep? Were you able to sleep after that? I'd, honestly, I can't even remember. Oh. I, I think I I think I did. I just remember coming out of the studio and it was daylight and we yeah. were walking. Me and my friends were walking back to the LIR. Yeah. And we were just like, what just happened? Oh, like, for your senior trip to Long Island. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you know those moments when like oh you've been up all night like working and you're so like just pumped off all the adrenaline adrenaline, yeah yeah yeah. and then it's just like well i want to sleep but i can't yeah i just remember the after like walking to the lir and calling my mom and did you leave with the songs too uh or did mustard take them no no no. he yeah he sent them to me oh cool yeah so maybe that's why i wasn't like okay he'll just forget about me because (laughs) he like he was honestly he was like super chill he didn't like there was nothing hollywood about it at all and he's not that person so it makes sense now obviously i know him but like did he introduce himself as mustard or 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 Dijon? Dijon. yeah he introduced himself as mustard okay yeah i i hardly ever hit like i hardly ever hear anyone call him Dijon. to be honest even even his mom (laughs) I feel like his mom calls him. Everyone calls him mustard. Yeah, it's just like a, it's just a thing. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you end up taking the meetings in New York. Mm-hmm. Mustard takes the songs. Mm-hmm. Do you go back to England? I went back to England for about four days, and then I flew to LA. For him. Yeah. So he said to me, "Do you want to fly straight from New York to LA?" Because yeah. he was like that serious. Yeah. But I was like, I don't have enough clothes. I need to go home and like recoup for a second, right. and then so. Uh, I flew back on my regular flight that I was going to fly back on. And then they flew me to LA like four days later. To work again? Yeah, for a week. And in that week, the only thing I saw in LA was the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> Just because I was staying quite close to it. So me and my brother walked. <laughs> and and again, I didn't have management. So my older brother came with me just as like... Wow. Yeah. And... Um, what stars did you see? <laughs> <laughs> I saw... The one I remember seeing was... The Destiny's Child star. Mm-hmm. Of course. Which yeah. I was so excited about. Like, Destiny. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I think I, I'm trying to think. I think I think Usher's was... Does Usher have a... I think it was Usher. He has a whole... He should have one. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I if think, not, then you can just make it up. Who yeah, cares? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I right. think so. Um... But I was more so, I was disappointed, to be honest, in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Because I thought it was going to be this, like, glamorous place. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's, like, the worst part of... It's, like, yeah, it's gift, like, gift shops yeah, and, like, I was chain like, restaurants. Wow, and... this is this is it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, cool. No, I you want the you... real Hollywood experience. You go take hikes and, yeah. you know, uh No, you step off the and... bus and then, you know, uh, yeah. Become I was gonna, a star? I, yeah. yeah, I was going to make something, like, way darker, but it's <laughs> fine. Um, so you're out there. You saw... Um, all the Hollywood stars. Mm-hmm. Did you have expectations that you were going to get signed to him? No. That The funniest thing is that never even crossed my mind. I thought we were just making songs. And I didn't, to be honest, I didn't know where it was going to go. But I was just kind of like, this opportunity doesn't really come every day. So let me just see where it goes. And because Mustard and I get along so well. And the music that we were making, I loved. So I was like, you know, this possibly could be something. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't like the J. Cole situation where he's immediately put in the studio with Jay-Z and it's like, all right, write this verse right now. No, it was just like Mustard, ha- we had a whole bunch of beats and he would make some from scratch and then we'd have writers come in also sometimes and we'd just vibe and see what came out really. Yeah. Uh, so having written three songs in one night mm-hmm. and now you're booked for a, a week session out in LA, mm-hmm. did you have any like fear that maybe you would y- tap out of ideas? Um, 
Like you're just like, oh, I've, I've used all my. Yeah. No, not really, actually. That's I was, great. I think I was just more so excited. I wasn't even thinking about what if this goes wrong. Right. I was just like, whatever it is, let's do it. And I was kind of like, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But like for right now it's happening. So let me just kind of concentrate on. I'm quite a positive person. Yeah. I'm quite optimistic. So I was just I was just going with the flow. Who stopped through the sessions? Um, well, the the in the very first week it was just songwriters. I can't, I don't remember meeting anyone mm-hmm. that first week, and then the sec the second time I went out there, um, was when I met Ty Dolla Sign because mm. that's when we did the song that we have together. She don't, yeah. Um, and he was so cool, like right? he's super laid back. He's super. I was like, again, you never know what to expect with people because you just you know you don't know. But he was super laid back. He like just went in there and did his verse so quickly and was just so chill. And I was like, wow, this is. <laughs> This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't really meet that many people until I actually moved to LA, to mm-hmm. be fair. Because Mustard, because it wasn't known, like nobody really knew what that me and Mustard were working together. Not that he was like keeping me a secret, yeah. but he low-key kind of was keeping me a secret. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, it's just like any relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Stars have a DM. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, so it was like quite like hush-hush, but he doesn't have that many people in the studio with him anyway. Mm-hmm. He's quite like private when he's working, so... Yeah, it was just just work, work, work. And so when is the first time that the idea that you would sign to him brought up? The It was just after Christmas of 2015, I was going into 2016. And um, the thir- it was the third time I went to L.A. And we sat down and we had a conversation. He's like, I want to sign you. Blah, blah, blah. But again, I still didn't have managers. I didn't have lawyers. So I was literally in Whoa. LA. But yeah, I didn't have anything. So like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He really could have just fucked me over. Sure. Yeah. 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 But he was that invested in me and he believed in me. Um, and he just, you know, he just started up his own label. So everything's quite new to him in regards to signing people as well. So we were almost like learning together. Yeah. Even though he's done his side. Like, you know, he's been in the industry and he knows his stuff that way. But like... It was a whole new, and it still is a whole new adventure for all of us because I'm the first person officially signed to his label. So it was Ten like, summers. yeah. Yeah. And when was the first time you went to Interscope? When did I go to Interscope? I think it was. Or have you not been? I've <laughs> 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 never been. <laughs> never seen them. Um, I think it was that time, the time that I was in LA. Yeah. Um, in the in the time I was in January because I was there for two weeks. Hmm. So I think he, obviously he, he wanted me to come in saying I want to sign you, yeah. but he wanted to have the conversation with me in um, in person. And I think that's also when he, because 10 Summers is um, under Interscope, obviously. It's a joint venture. So he, we kind of like shopped around Universal. And, and then I was like, I, I loved Interscope the most. So yeah. that's what we went with. Well, what would um, you like about Interscope? You know, all the other uh, labels that I went to at Universal, at Universal um, it felt just very corporate. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It, like I was perfor- doing the showcase in like a business room yeah. or like a, a conference room. It's all room. a business room. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is, it is all a business technically. And maybe this is how Interscope knew that they could win me over. <laughs> um, but it was like, they actually had me in a live room. There was loads of people there. Like everyone just seemed excited. Yeah. Whereas everywhere else, it was like three people that were like, oh, okay, cool. Like we see this every day. Like, cool. You can sing. Yeah. Next kind of thing. Um, but yeah, in- Interscope kind of made it like, quite fun and i was excited to to perform for them so i was like i think this is the place and i still i still stand by that have you been to the game room and by that i mean there's actual games but there's also a giant picture of the game (laughs) in that room at interscope yeah there's like a corner yeah they have upstairs where is it upstairs yeah it's upstairs yeah yeah, i have yeah Yeah. i've been there yeah yeah Um, 
There's only one game there, though, isn't there? There's a. Um, oh, they have a basketball. There's game. There's a basketball game, and there's also a oh, golf yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. and then there's a Golfing. pool table. I've never been to the golf. Well, I mean, no. like it's like a um, a putting a putt thing. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, upstairs. Yeah, I have been. <laughs> I was about to say, hmm, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> so once you officially signed, are you like relieved? Are you excited? Are you scared? Uh. I, de- I wasn't scared. I mm-hmm. definitely wasn't scared. Um, I think I was more so, I was definitely excited, but I was like, okay, this is where the real work actually like starts. Because I think a lot of people think that uh, getting signed is like the hardest part. And then after that, it's all like a breeze, like, oh, everything's just given to me in my face. Right. Getting signed is probably like the easiest part. Mm-hmm. The hard work starts then. Right. Um, so, and I was lucky enough to have a mentor like Mustard, obviously, who had been through the whole process before. So I was kind of like, he, he could tell me step by step, honestly, what, what was going to happen. So I wasn't, I definitely wasn't scared. I was excited, but I just knew like, okay, I'm probably going to have to move to LA. I'm probably going to have like that. Like if I've, this is, I have to dedicate my life to this type yeah. of thing. But I was excited because that's all I've ever really wanted to do. So I was like, I quit my job, my retail job. And oh, how'd you tell him? How'd yeah. you tell him? Um, well, I was, I wasn't at Topshop at this point. I'd oh. left Topshop and I was at, um, I worked for Aveda, hair and skincare company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of just said like they knew they knew I sung anyway because when I was in the girl group I had to take time off for X Factor and stuff like that and luckily I had a really nice manager That's who good. let me you know he was like you know this is what you want to do so he gave me a lot of time off. Um, that person should have stayed your manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. Doesn't know anything about the industry. But he was lovely. Um, and I just you know I just left and I told them you know I'm pursuing my dream and they were they were they were happy for me you know i haven't seen any of them since to be honest but i'm sure if i did see them no not purposely i just haven't been back in there <laughs> or i you know i don't really see them we never lived in the same part of london anyway yeah so, um but i'm sure if i did see them like it would still be the same thing so i just said like you know i'm leaving i gave him my notice and i bounced and and you moved to los angeles i did yeah um what is the the framework of the day like in terms of calling your mom like when when is she up as opposed to like when you're up it's really weird it's like my mom will be up for work when i'm in my bed about to go to sleep so is that is that when you make the phone call yeah Yeah. it's (laughs) an eight hour time difference so at first it was all over the place because we couldn't like we had to get used to it and especially my grandma's the worst she'll call me at like 4 a.m. and then text me like you didn't answer like, grandma <laughs> i'm sleeping it's 4 a.m. and she's like oh sorry shout out to your grandmother for texting you though that's, yeah that's good she's yeah. she's she's she has an ipad she has wow. a macbook she has an iphone she like, wants to facetime yeah, yeah. she and she'll her be on, instagram is she'll popping be on face, she'll be on facetime like all i can see is the top of her head but <laughs> yeah. i'm like i get it you're trying i get it um is grandma on instagram no she's no. <laughs> i will hope yeah. she's not uh, i don't know but i know she's on facebook oh she is yeah does she facebook. leave the facebook comments where she says like love grandma no i don't have a facebook like an actual my own actual facebook page so what's anymore. she doing on facebook <laughs> my mom has a facebook and she has a facebook and everyone else in the family has you a act facebook, like grandma so. can't have friends <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know uh, my grandma has a better social life than i do oh, right. yeah she's out all, like i'll call my mom sometimes and it'll be like 8 p.m and my I'm like, where's grandma? And my mom's like, you know, it's Sunday. She's at church. She's she's at a banquet. She, oh. she has a better social life than I do. They're going to be like a KOD. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. She's definitely not at KOD. She's a woman of God. <laughs> um, so, okay. You moved to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Were you comfortable in Los Angeles? At first, no. At first, I hated it. Hated it? Yeah. Oh, I, because? It's just, it's, it, like, it was just so different, mm-hmm. especially 
living in London and living in New York, which public are transportation. Quite, they're quite similar. In this, yeah. yeah. And then going to Los Angeles and having to drive everywhere and just like, there's hardly any human interaction. You can literally yeah. go the whole day without speaking to anyone because yeah. you're in your car or, you know, there's just like, Walking down the street in New York or in London, strangers will say hi to you sometimes. Right. Or, you know, like you just... Or you like say that. like, you know, weird things to you. Yeah. For sure, yeah. <laughs> or like curse you out or whatever, yeah, but yeah. it's still human interaction. Yeah. yeah. Like in LA, I was just like, I can see how it gets like really lonely sometimes for people because that like sometimes you're just by yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, luckily I moved with my brother. So I had my brother. Yeah. Um, but That's the only human interaction. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than like when I was at the studio, but I didn't really like we didn't know anyone in L.A. We didn't have friends. So it was just me and my brother, literally. And then obviously my team, Mustard and everyone like that. So that was just where I would always be in the studio, really, until like I've been there for almost two years now. That's also that's also weird, too, because studio culture is mostly like overnight stuff. Yeah. So it's like during the you day, have no one to talk to during the day and mm-hmm. then you hang out at night, which isn't like a social thing. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. So it was quite weird for me at first. Um Especially because even though I'd been there before, like on vacation, so to speak, it's completely different when you move somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really know much about like we were looking at the like different areas to live in and stuff. And I'm like, I know nothing about this. So right. mustard was really my main point of reference. Like, can you help me find somewhere to live? Like something like like all of that stuff. Um, and did you Uber everywhere? At f- the at first we had to Uber everywhere. Yeah, but I have my british license Mm -hmm. my english driver's license and which doesn't work here no it does (laughs) oh you can drive (laughs) you can drive on an english license for a year in america yeah then you have to change it over Mm -hmm. so luckily i was able to get a car (laughs) and probably about a month after after i moved um let's be honest are you a good driver i'm a great driver i'm a a shit parker i can't park (laughs) but i'm a great driver on the right side of the road (laughs) yeah Yeah, on the right side of the road the funniest thing is the correct side of the road (laughs) when i first learned how to drive in england um i got my license and then i only drove once after that i didn't have a car in england because like you you can take the bus and everything so i wasn't like it didn't make a difference to me because i'm actually i'm actually used to now driving in america so probably if i went home and tried to drive it would be i'd be confused yeah (laughs) but my mom knows how to do it my mom like will switch on and off really quickly and she can drive anywhere she is but i'm i don't have that luxury unfortunately <laughs> has your mom been to visit you she's, in los angeles she's about to visit me when oh, nice. i go back here yeah, so i'm she hasn't been yet but i'm super excited yo she, take her to the game room <laughs> yeah i will if they yeah. let me <laughs> so we have to skip ahead a bit i think because okay. you have to get out of here in a little bit yeah yeah um so you put out um two eps and then you put out the third one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, talk about uh, the expectations of the the first two and the third. Like, mm-hmm. you know, talk about your growth under all of this. Yeah. So the first and second EP we put. Well, the first EP I put out um, when I was signed to just solely mustard because I was in a production deal at first, um, and there wasn't really any expectation for it. To be honest, we just kind of were putting out music that we believed in and hope and you know we put it out hoping that people would like it, but we didn't have like any type of expectation we just put it out and luckily you know people responded really well to it um so we were excited and then we went and did my label deal and we put out my second ep which is change um and that one uh there i I still wouldn't say there was expectation for it to be honest because i was still very new um but we were still very excited the way it was received because it was received very very well um and in this these these eps actually were made 
in the time that I was going back and forth before I moved to LA. So they weren't made as EPs, they were just made as the songs that we were making and we kind of just put them together. <laughs> um, but we had that much because I said all I would do was literally be in the studio. We had so much content that we were like, we've got to somehow put this out. Um, we didn't want it to go to waste. Um, and I still have songs from those times that we haven't even put out, we haven't even touched, but they'll probably never see the light of day. <laughs> um, so the first and second EPs, yeah, there weren't, there wasn't that really that much expectation, but I was getting a good, good response from um, from fans and even from like people in the industry, which was super exciting because um, there were people that like I've grown up loving and people who are you know new school R and B people or old school anyone, but just like you know I was getting a lot of recognition, so that was exciting. And then we put out the third EP ready as soon as I started touring with Kehlani. Mm-hmm. So that one, there was a, I feel like there was a little bit more expectation because I was on tour and, but even so, there was no, like, I've never ever felt pressured by my label to, to Make be like, a hit. yeah, like yeah. this is, you know, that we have deadlines, well, we need to do that's this. what makes Interscope extremely special yeah. and extremely rare is that they, they let an artist grow. Yeah. yeah. Artist we, development is like super rare. Yeah. And it, does, it almost doesn't even exist anymore the way it used to mm-hmm. back yeah. in the day. But I had, uh, I had plenty of time and I still think I'm definitely still growing, you know, but no. especially, <laughs> 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 I hope not in height because I'm too tall already, but especially with, with mustard at my side as well. Like yeah. it, it was, it's been a very special process and um, yeah, the 30 P was super fun and I started touring and um, because it was so new, I was like, maybe I shouldn't put any of it in the set. I wasn't sure because I was like, no one's going to know. And like, even though in a lot of the markets, I'm like, I didn't expect anyone to know me. But that every every single market we did, at least there was at least five people, I want to say. And if they didn't know me, they were like, you know, intrigued and wanted to hear what I was doing. Um, so, yeah, the, all of the EPs didn't really have any expectation. And they did, I think, way more than we ever expected, to be honest. But So, Boot Up came out. Like a year ago. Yeah, on the third EP. Well, you know what, though? A lot of people are calling it the song of this summer. Yeah. yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. And, you know, when the when it when it came back to in conversation, which was probably in, I don't know, like maybe February or March, um, like, oh, you know, like this is starting to get big. And I'm <laughs> like, how? This song <laughs> is a year. Like I was the same as just like when everyone else is like, this song is a year old like how yeah. does that happen um that's so dope though well, but how, once, did you, yeah. how did the conversation like reach you so uh it started it with, in san francisco with a dj called big von who oh yeah shout yeah, out to big von yeah, yeah um who got it got requested in a party that he was djing at um by a guy and at the time i like when they first had the conversation with me i never knew it was a guy who requested it which it made was it your that brother much- <laughs> 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 maybe it was <laughs> But no, he, um, yeah, he uh, he called Mustard basically and was like, I played, because they have a good relationship. So it's like, I played your artist song last night in the club and it went crazy. And like, um, I had he said it, he honestly hadn't heard it before. And he was playing it off of the fact that this person who requested it comes to the club every week. So he was like, you know what? I trust you. I'm going to see. But wow. if it doesn't go up, then like, I'm calling you out type of thing. He said it, <laughs> went, he said it went up. And from there... Um, it was just it was just really random to be honest after Big Von I think it picked up in Dallas and then it picked up elsewhere and now it's like now yeah it's, it's, it's pretty significant I, yeah. uh, I remember Joe Budden included you as like a, a sleeper, sleeper pick yeah. Yeah. yeah which wasn't even booed up it yeah was no it was a song. different song yeah it was called it was my song called Found which is off of my second EP so like he's got a good ear but like obviously not good enough <laughs> <laughs> no he has a good ear Joe, yeah. Joe, Joe, and Joe loves R&B yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and I actually I was um, my brother like loves his podcast so mm-hmm. I would always see it um, it's super funny so shout out to Joe Budden yeah definitely uh, we've so we've done karaoke with Joe mm-hmm. and Joe kills really yeah Joe to see really like, yeah. just, no it's it's like so destroys. good destroys he's yeah. an amazing singer. I need to hear it I it's really great it. I mean he should do like a 15 second thing on Instagram <laughs> see who's better <laughs> so can you tell the difference now between pre-boot up and post-boot up in terms of the excitement around it especially in the building yeah yeah um for, for sure just because we didn't know that this was going to be the song even i i personally didn't even know that this was going to be the song like we said we put it out a year ago mm-hmm. so the fact that it's like come back up and now it's you know yesterday we got news that we're number 17 on the hot 100 congratulations so thank you yeah. top 20 which is insane like, it is i was honestly speechless i was like this doesn't make any sense like but i think everyone's just super excited because it was so organic like it just came out back back out out of nowhere and everyone's so excited about the record and we put the video out and everyone loves the video and yeah i think it's just it's, it's a great feeling to be around people who are so excited for you do you so. now close with that when you perform live uh no oh. <laughs> i don't cl- I, I close with um a slow like a slower song because mm-hmm. just like the vibe yeah is better but um it's definitely not because when i was on tour it w- when once we put it in my set it was the first song i came out to wow it's definitely not the first song anymore yeah yeah, so, yeah. yeah. that's like a very like bold move yeah. <laughs> you're like here's my hit now uh enjoy the rest yeah, right basically um but, no, yeah we changed it um okay so one of the reasons that i'm so excited that you came over here and i forgot about it until this very moment yeah but i want you to put out a song mm-hmm. called yo because LMAO. <laughs> you know what? You're not the first, but per- not about the song. But there's so- you're not the first person to reference the LMAO thing. Yeah. Um, because I think I think there was a lot of stuff on Twitter that people thought my name was like LMAO. <laughs> I don't know some craziness, but I'm I'm pre- I like to say I'm pretty funny myself. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Well, congratulations on everything to this point. Thank you and so much. Congratulations on everything that's about to happen. Thank you. Thank it you. It is way, way, way more exciting when these things happen organically, yeah. and uh, it's it's an amazing story. And thank you so you, much. You know, speaking of organic, um, if you could just say banana. <laughs> How did I know this was going to come back up? I actually will say it, banana. <laughs> congratulations, and thank we'll you see you guys. Thank tonight. you. Yes, can't wait to see you. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste Time with It's The Real. Jeff, people want to find out more about us. We are It's The Real. If people want to find out more about this podcast, this three-year-old podcast called A Waste of Time with It's The Real, if people just want to know the difference between us and everybody else, where can they go? You can always go to itsthereal.com, I-T-S-T-H-E-R-E-A-L, no apostrophes, no spaces. Go to itsthereal.com slash shop for all of our merch. Yes. If you want to find our podcast, all of our old episodes, all of our new episodes, you can always go to iTunes and search for A Waste of Time with It's The Real or go to soundcloud.com slash a waste of time. You can also find all of our music. Teddy Bear Fresh is now one year old. Hey. album with our lead single Sugar High featuring Currency and Smoke Dizza that is on all streaming platforms including Spotify and Tidal and Audio Mac and SoundCloud and I mean just everywhere right? Google Music because Google Play no longer exists you can't get away from it guys Teddy Bear Fresh Go stream that right now. I met somebody on the subway who said how much you like Teddy Bear Fresh. Shout out Shout to out that to guy. Him. Yeah. 
I want to also say that you can find us on all social media. Twitter at It's The Real, Facebook at It's The Real, Instagram at It's The Real. You can also find us on Reddit at It's It's The Real, and you can find us on Twitch at It's The Real, It's The Real. Are there any good conversations going on on Reddit? No. Well, uh, no, that's not true. Yes, there are good conversations. I'm having good conversations on there. People have been saying very nice things about our episodes. Great. And I also have been uh, upvoting things. Wonderful. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. Thumbs up to that, right? Thumbs up to Reddit. Guys, you know this podcast is not going to go anywhere. Not even three years in unless you guys take the time to tell your friends, family, fans, followers, whoever about a waste of time with it's the real tell them that you like it tell them that you get something from it tell them that it changes your mood tell them whatever you want lie to them who cares just tell them about the podcast because someone out there is bound to like it jeff who do you think is bound to like our podcast well i want to give a shout out to jesse whose name on twitter is Jesus, a.k.a. Jesse, Okay. who said, Did you guys tell at Wale to mention Carter Got Wings' height in his rendition of Hers Every Kind of Way? Wow. If not, can I get a shout-out on the podcast this week for spotting it, LOL, and then a smiley face with shades? Well, so the answer is no. We didn't tell him. We did not tell Wale to mention his height in the rendition of that song. So that's why you shouted Jesus, but, a.k.a. Jesse, out. Yeah, but he does say... 411, but Crazy. he doesn't connect it to Carter Got Wings. He doesn't say 411 like Carter Got Wings, although... Do you think Wale listens to the podcast? Let's find out. Wale. Wale, if you are listening to the podcast... Let us know. Let us know. Jeff, I want to shout out Mike PK, who goes by Mike PK one day on Twitter. He said, the best thing about listening to at It's The Real Podcast is hearing the stories and journeys, and I see my journey is similar to some of the best. I'm not there yet. But I know I'm on the right path, and that is what we love to hear, guys. If there's any inspiration, if there's any laughs, if there's anything you can take from this podcast, we know we're doing our job. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for stopping us on the subways. Thank you for stopping us on the streets. Thank you for emailing us, Thanks texting you, us. Yeah, for saying hi to us at Duce Palooza. Honestly. And offering up Duce for us, it even means- though... I don't drink, and I don't think you do either. It still means the world to us. Shout out to everybody who lets us know that you appreciate our work. Three years of this podcast, and we're not stopping. And there's a new episode coming in just a couple of days with Swiss Beats the Monster. As always, guys, not for real, for real. God damn it. We'll see you guys next week. Bruh.